What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Somali Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Rinko. And uh, we're on the road. Me and my buddy, Christian Vaughn. What's up, Christian? Hello, hello. We've uh, been a while since we recorded and uh, feel pretty shameful about it. Not going to lie. Um, but we're both uh, a couple sicky boys right now. Chris is running like 106 fever. <laughs> I'm shitting my brains out. And... Uh, Guess what? It's it's stuck upon you. (laughs) It's the truck stop shitter. (laughs) Ever since we pulled into that truck stop, this I've smelled shit, and I think it's from you. I think it's. I shit myself, and I just didn't say anything. (laughs) I was I was embarrassed. (laughs) I really didn't. If I would have farted, I would have shit my pants. So I know that that's not the case. Dude, it was it was brutal. Is Smelling kind of sweet in that truck stop bathroom. Gross. Here's the thing: there were like six stalls. All six of them were occupied. When I got in there, I was like, "Oh shit!" Lots of guys tapping their foot. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was lots of noises in there. Let's just put it that way. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lots of grunts. Lots of slapping. This is gross. Um, so, anyways, we're uh, on our way to our favorite waterway, the the sweet, sweet Sugar Creek, and uh, we haven't been here in a while. In fact, I don't, I don't know when the last time I've been here was. Oh, I know what it was. It was fall when we did that little Cheegan trip. Yeah, but before that, I, I haven't been here in. I don't know. It's been since early summer. We definitely dedicated our year to some. Uh, I would call them secondary streams, um, mainly due to traffic and popularity. I don't know that it was the right call, but um, I would say last year overall uh, in Indiana was sort of subpar. Um, had had some trouble. It definitely was no 2020. Let's put it that way. Um, but yeah, I miss sugar. It's it's my home creek, home river, whatever you want to call it. Uh, definitely more creek than river up where we fish it up here, but it does get more like river down, downstream more. Um, but yeah, we got the, the river rat brought to you by river rat USA. Um, we got the river rat, uh, you don't want to do their logo? You don't want to do their slogan? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't even remember what it is. You can't spell raft without rat. You can't spell raft without rat. Um, yeah, Chris uh, uh, filled it up like a f***ing bathtub. I'll have to beep that out. But uh, we had to drain. We we completely soaked the CVS parking lot this morning. In fact, it was so heavy, it took two full-grown men to turn that thing on its side. Uh, but, yeah, we dumped, you know, hundreds of gallons of water in, in the CVS parking lot, just leaving our wet boy mark everywhere we go. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, like throughout the winter time, you know, you kind of get, get the blues, get the, get the, um, 
you know, cabin fever, whatever you want to call it, just really, uh, not fun, but you're like sort of looking to your first like good spring trip. And I think this could be it. Yeah. I think so too. I think it could be, could be on dude. Yeah. I mean, and we both caught some fish already this spring, uh, but I have stuck 118, 18 and a half, whatever it was. Um, I, I declared it a 20 when I actually hooked it, by the way. It's a pretty shameful moment. 20. <laughs> Chris Snodgrass with me, and he was like 50 yards downstream, and I was like, Which one? You call it. You call no, it. No, you call it. Straight. Um, he's like 50 yards downstream, and I was like, It's a 20! I was like going nuts on it. And then I like got up in the boat and then slowly I started to realize it's not a 20. Um, and it was confirmed. It was, it was, a a cheater's 19. Let's put it that way. So, but it was, you know, a real 18 and a half or so. Um, but yeah, so I think you went out with Jeremiah and Derek to tell us about that little adventure. It was great. Great trip. Early March. Uh, lots of good fish. Lots of... We had probably 15 to 20, like, pretty visual eats, you know? So, Derek caught a 19. Uh, he probably caught... Derek probably caught 30 fish. Uh, Jeremiah and I probably caught somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 as well, uh, between the two of us and the raft. But, yeah, it was a great trip. I mean, we lacked for size, but, you know, got on a good swim bait bite. Um... It was, you know, definitely better than we could ask for that for this time of year. And, you know, we were happy with it. So it was great just seeing the, you know, I, I kind of said at the beginning of the day, if we get like three or four, like fish to move, you know what I mean? Like coming out, chasing it down and eating or visual eats, you know, then I'll be thrilled to death. And we definitely got that and a bunch more. Um, Size-wise, we really didn't move. The fly guys didn't move anything of any size, really. I mean, we caught lots of, like, 16s, a few 17s, nothing over 18, uh, which is kind of why you go out, you know, this early. But, you know, it is what it is, man. You got to take what you can get in, like, the first week of March. So, really nothing to complain about. It's a great day. Nice weather. Um, it was Derek's first time on Flat Rock, so I think he's a convert. Uh, that stretch of river is just so cool, you know, so different than it's so different than anywhere we we fished, you know, any any other stretch he's of river up in on Indiana. The Flat Rock description there, but it's it's good, you know. It's my it's my favorite. It's it's my favorite river, um, my favorite creek um, in Indiana. So. But you, know, you can't fish it because it's private access where we're at. So don't even try it. <laughs> um, and all the fish in there are extremely poisonous. So I will say we did dedicate a lot of time to Flat Rock last year, and um, for me, I felt like it disappointed some, uh, and maybe my expectations were too high. Uh, but we got some private access that we hadn't had previously, and um, we fished quite a bit out there last year. It was kind of our default stretch and it's closer to home it's you know 30 we fished a lot of different stretches on that river last year we did yeah well we fished upstream we fished, of there we fished downstream of there probably uh, 50 i would say 50 different miles of river yeah we did fish a lot of different stuff there i just um our first couple trips out there were like 
really good and it looked really good and that river was it 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 definitely has a lot of potential it's like one of those streams you get on and you're just like man this looks just like a really nice smallmouth stream i think it's probably a couple good spawning classes from just like maturing because ultimately you know forage um and you know the the kind of stacked up spawning classes are what makes a river and i i know sugar is had its heyday a few years well probably what two three years ago with like kind of the 17 16 through 18 inch fish those fish have, are now the bigger ones and my theory is like it's at its prime for 20 plus inch fish which i think is coming true i said that last year by the way so chris can attest i calling my shot on it um you've been caught it's it's like peter schiff you know <laughs> yeah. eventually you keep calling that shot eventually you're gonna get it right yeah you know <laughs> yeah that is funny i joke i listen i listen to peter schiff and he does he's like he's predicting a collapse like year in and year out and it's like when it eventually it, yeah when it eventually i've been calling it for years <laughs> i've been saying it yeah, he has. He, he's a pretty convincing guy too. Um, he's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, Suzuki sidekick. Uh, nice. So we're March. Was it sixteenth or seventeenth? Seventeenth today. March seventeenth today. My brother's birthday's in five days. Shout out to Danny Shrinko. Danny. Uh, Big D, babe. BWD. (laughs) Professional professional hose handler, uh, Danny Shrinko. Happy birthday, BWD. We love you. Yeah, dude. We love you, dude. Um, But, yeah, so early spring. This is the time of year where I feel like my expectations get out of whack a little bit because I'm so excited for spring and you, you almost like blow your wad a little too early. You start getting out there, you know, you put in some hours on the stream. You're like, damn, this is not April. Um, but there's a chance that the magic sort of comes together if you play your cards right. And today specifically, so going back to Chris's and Derek's trip that they had, that was at kind of a peak of a warming trend and they were out everybody and their brother was out that weekend this is a little sneakier it's a peak of a warming trend but it's on a thursday and since chris and i are a little self-employed boys we decided to take the day off and take advantage of this we should be uh uh should be on a barren river where no other humans are are fishing um so i think we'll Man, you did a real good job of hitting that bump. <laughs> uh, I'm, avoid, I'm such a great driver. Chris tried to avoid this huge uh, sewer access thing, and he literally drilled it <laughs> dead on. I'm such a great driver. That's a known thing about me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so the fish – so the last report I kind of saw – Oh, when you show up to the – effing boat ramp yeah and it's empty baby yeah that's what you like to see um, like there, to see. there's not even a homeless guy sleeping in his car dude i like to see empty boat ramps so uh early spring the reports i've seen and from what i've kind of gathered from me going out is 
the fish are still haven't really quite moved out of their winter spots yet. They're 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 starting to, but they're still relating to those winter spots. And I think, you know, if I had to guess, so we need to do a couple things here before we get started. If I had to guess, wait, do you have cash? I do. Yeah, I have plenty of cash. Um, if I had to guess, um, a couple things. One, how many fish? Well, hang on. We're gonna do predictions in a sec. If I had to guess, for one thing, I think we're probably going to end up catching the majority of our fish on bottom today. And we're going to probably catch them near winter spots. Or we're going to be within eyesight of a winter spot. Okay? And we'll probably catch them a little later in the day. Maybe you will. I'm not fishing on bottom. I'm going to be throwing a spinnerbait a lot. I will not be fishing bottom today. Yeah? It won't do it. Won't do it. Do you have an anchor, by the way? Oh, yeah. Okay. But I won't need it because I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, so I I think we're still gonna find ourselves in a little bit of winter mode today. Although I will be throwing a spinner bait the majority of the day. I'm gonna think... stop and we're gonna fish. If we get to a winter spot, we're gonna. I think fish that it. if you think you're gonna be fishing bottom, you're nuts. Yeah. First of all, we are never bottom guys. We are top. <laughs> we are top guys. We are uh, mid guys. I'm starting a never bottom movement, dude. Yeah. I, that's kind of barbless to say that, but. What? Don't you dare, dude. You call me barbless, you sack of shit. I'll, I'll leave you on this river, dude. I'll wait till your freaking IBS flares up and you go take a dump out in the woods and you'll just see me roam my happy ass down the river. Dude, I just need some probiotics, Don't dude. Give me some. Me barbless. Dude, here's the thing. So, we're. I think, I think we'll end up catching a decent amount of fish at some point during the day on bottom. But I do think what you'll find is some of the bigger fish are going to be out moving. And that's why I'm content to throw a spinnerbait and, you know, Chris is going to be throwing a game changer or what have you. Popper. Um, but yeah, top water all day. Um, water temp's cool 45. I'm going to be throwing top water. I'm going to be really curious to see what the water temp is. I brought a gauge with me. So we'll be able to see what the water temps are. Um, the key to spring right now in my opinion, this is the most critical time to find warm water. So if you can find warmer water, like there's going to be fish in there. Um, so outflows, that sort of thing. No, you're, Let's wrap we got, we up, got dude. fine. I'm ready to go. So first. we're going to, um, so predictions for the day, we need total fish between the two of us, right. total over 18 and total twenties. You go first. Total fish. Between the two of us, uh, 20 total fish. I'm going to say two 20s, and I'm going to say one fish that's also between 18 to 20 inches. Okay, so three over 18 and two of those are 20s. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm going to predict higher numbers with a slow start. So we're going to have a slow start, but we had a fairly long stretch today, so... I'd say by the end of the day, last like three hours, we're going to start picking up. And I say we do 35 uh, total today. Right. I'm going to say, I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to say five over 18, and one of those is a 20. Five over 18, 120. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I like that prediction. So Chris is a very antsy fellow, so we're going to get off here. Put our waiters on. I'm trying to find my Smalley Game sticker, dude. 
All you need is that bracelet, bud. Didn't bring it. I got a sticker on my board. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're good. You got to wear that bracelet all the time, dude. Don't be taking well, that off because, like, you're some goddamn it's, professional. It's a and you can't have design, a yellow bracelet dude. on. It's designed. Because <laughs> it matches your skin color. Yeah. <laughs> it is, like, sort of fleshy It's color. not made for pales. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're getting out. We're looking forward to it. And uh, we'll uh, we'll update you guys on the river, especially if we get a little boat hype going. Um, it's gonna be boat hype today. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some boat hype. Get a couple big ones. Uh, maybe maybe even go live if you're lucky. Oh. So, all right, we'll talk to you, wet boys, later. What's up, wet boys and girls? We're uh, don't say wet girls, dude. <laughs> I used it. That's separate. where I draw the line, dude. <laughs> You're okay with the wet boys, though. Yeah, I mean, wet boys is fine. Wet girls, too much. <laughs> we have some people coming up in the woods. See, that's why we shouldn't say it. <laughs> if we can't say it to in front of random people walking up in the woods, then we shouldn't say it. It's a good rule to live life by. Um, well, I'm going to wait till these people are done. They're going to be like, what the hell are they doing? All right, we're back. We didn't want to embarrass ourselves in front of normal people. Yeah, yeah we didn't want to embarrass ourselves in front of three people. So we're going to say some <laughs> really weird shit in front of the 40,000 people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> Brilliant. That's the whole problem That's with how this we do online it. culture. It's, it's, it's a select group of people, though, that appreciate our humor. Well, how do so. you know that those those tweakers that just came out of the woods next to the river <laughs> wouldn't appreciate a good uh you know butthole joke every now and again yeah well they they probably would have probably could have got a couple laughs made ourselves feel better um and we just got off the river and drug our river rat up here um shout out to river rat usa what's up um but we waiting on our cab we got a few minutes before it shows up to transport us Back to the truck. Ben Her Cab Company out of Crawfordsville, <laughs> Indiana. This it, this podcast is brought to you by Ben Her Cab Company. <laughs> That's really what it's called. Um, so we had a. I feel like we had a pretty good day as far as like predictions go. It was pretty spot on. I would say we were what quantity is between twenty and twenty five. You'd say. That's a closer to thirty. Yeah, yeah. maybe thirty. We're exaggerators, so we're gonna go with yeah, thirty. Go with thirty. We're gonna round up. <laughs> um, so we had uh, about thirty. I uh, had an eighteen and nineteen, and then I guess you could count the seventeen um, as a big fish. And then we had a bunch of sixteens, and uh, you know the bites were far and few between. It was a typical spring day where you go out with really high expectations and realize the fish just aren't quite in a um, you know, consistent pattern yet. Chris actually said it really well. I thought it was a genius statement. I didn't tell him at the time, but he said, I bet the fish are just as confused as we are. And I think that actually is uh, a pretty good synopsis because we were hitting water temperatures. Uh, we were at 50 when we first got in the water and it was, I didn't measure it the last couple hours, but it was probably 53, 54 degrees um, before we got off the water which is unusual for, for this time of year. And I don't anticipate that to stay. It'll probably go back down in the forties 
and go back up to the 50s, go back down the 40s, and then eventually it'll kind of level out in April. Um, but we were finding fish. Uh, it was really weird. We were finding fish uh, in current, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was wanting you to elaborate on that. Yep. Nope, that's where we found them. <laughs> it seemed like, like uh, on wood near current seemed to be the most consistent thing that we found but you know i think our never bottom uh packed at the beginning of the day maybe <laughs> did hurt us numbers wise uh but we're part of the never bottom crew dude that's yeah. that's what we're about so yeah i don't know i like throwing on bottom when i have to <laughs> really because you've literally never done that voluntarily <laughs> <laughs> yeah it definitely you have to twist my arm a bit for it but this time of year like i was chucking meat you know, I was throwing a big old spinner bait, you know, looking for big bites, and I did. I got two really big bites. The one, the second take, which we did a little Instagram live on, buddy. Chris saw it. I saw it. Very <laughs> cool take. Awesome fish. It was super thick. We, were, the boat hype was definitely peaked at that point of the day, wouldn't you say? Josh gave me a fist pound, and literally, I had to. I winced. When he looked away, I winced, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Daddy. My, my hand shattered. I do, I do remember that, but I was, I was uh, had some adrenaline going at that point. But, yeah, um, I pretty much didn't put down the spinnerbait. We threw uh, on bottom a little bit. Chris, got. A, I felt like numbers-wise we were probably really close. I mean, Chris had um, really pretty good consistent pattern going on that the game changer but my sickness made me so weak that i just felt like by the end of the day i was exhausted casting that fly rod <laughs> honestly it sounds weird but i was like i was like i just got to do something a little easier so i picked up the spinner bait at the end of the day and uh, yeah checking a half ounce spinner bait yeah. so much easier <laughs> it is easier but and it was also got kind of windy at the end of the day but i fished i'd say 80 percent of the day on fly rod and yeah we stayed pretty even numbers wise yeah. It seemed like you, you found the bigger fish, which is the second trip in a row I've been on where the guy I'm fishing with catches big fish and I don't, so that's yeah. great. Well, you had a one for the ages in December, so. Yeah, um, yeah you know, we're, uh, I'd say it was, a, it was really fun. It was the first, like, what I felt like was a real trip of the year. It felt like a true spring trip, right? It felt like a... I think it felt like a very early spring trip. Right. It, but it, it was like it, it was it's a little bit ahead of where we normally are. But like if you go out like uh, like March 31st, April 1st, I felt like it was that kind of day. Yeah, I agree. And it was a uh, I mean, more like just the feel of it. Oh, yeah. Weather wise and yeah, birds around and warm day. The river's got some tweakers down by the river. <laughs> I always love that. Yeah. Um, guy pooping next to his car supposedly doing something we weren't quite sure he did it right in front of us too yeah so but yeah it was just super nice weather today i mean literally couldn't ask for any nicer weather it got a little bit windy other than that though it was like pretty ideal the river level is like if i if we could have it like this every time like all year round dude i wouldn't fish anywhere else like the river is so nice right now don't have to portage anything all the rapids are nice and swollen um everything's just like really this is the perfect level and unfortunately we don't know have any freaking clue what level this is yeah because the gauge is destroyed because they took out the dam 
So I don't know uh, where we can even get flows anymore. It'll probably take the government agency that has those gauges like 10 years to reinstate them, if I had to guess. I'd say, yeah, I'd say that's true. Josh made the most hilarious comment when we finished. We were watching this guy poop next to his Hyundai Santa Fe, and Josh goes, man, wouldn't it be nice if the DNR would put like a little drinking fountain or a spray-off station? When you get done fishing and spray your boots off. And I just looked at him and was like, are you insane? Like, we just had to hike 300 yards, probably, with a boat to just get to a parking lot. Like, that's insanity. That's a the 10,000th thing on their priority list. But anyways, it was a good day. Yeah, and the, the rat felt heavy today for some reason. But the fact that you can take a two-man boat and you know portage at 300 yards pretty impressive and it really wasn't that much of a physical challenge like it was (coughs) we're both a little sicky so we're not feeling quite ourselves and we're a year older so a year weaker i did feel like uh i guess the first like at the beginning of the fishing season i always feel like you get a little bit uh tighter when you row the first couple times and a little bit you know, you're a little bit more sore at first and just kind of this, you know, this isn't like the most easy, like people think fishing and they think, oh, we're just sitting on a bank, drinking beer, you know, rigging up a dough ball. Uh, but really like this isn't the easiest physical thing to do. And I did feel like today very sluggish. I think it may be the sickness. I just felt oh, very. Yeah. I'm sure that's what it was. Very, very sluggish. It's possible I have metastatic cancer but <laughs> also just it could be the cold that i'm getting over he's a little sick boy i yeah. mean that's all there is to it. <laughs> um but yeah so we uh that over take at the boat though was like worth the whole trip oh yeah i agree i know great. you just wish that that was on the end of your line <laughs> yeah i do but it was great it was a great uh great boat moment that's why you do it in the two-man boat you know, it was great, great hype, great. Josh literally ripped this fish's jaw, like paper lip, ripped its lips <laughs> off and hoisted it in the air probably three feet, and I just netted it like a, <laughs> like it was a butterfly. <laughs> it was pretty nice. So, you know, those boat flip sort of uh, um, landings, I didn't do that, but sometimes what I'll do, I get – you can play a big fish two ways. Well, and, and I'm definitely not the person to ask if you want, like, great advice on this because I've lost a lot of big fish at the boat. But I wouldn't say that. Most of my big fish don't get lost at the boat. Well, most of them are lost on the way. But um, you can do it two ways. You can play it, the fish, until it's just done. Like, you can let it fight its way out until you can net it and it pretty much gives up. Or you can go the fast, short route and if you have a competent net man, you can sort of horse it, depending on what type of rod you have, like a fly rod, you can't really do that, but I had a medium-heavy seven-foot bait casting rod. So you can sort of hoist it, and then if it comes off somehow, which I didn't think I had a good hook in that fish, I think it just, well, the spinnerbait popped out of its mouth as soon as it got in the net, so I know I didn't have a good hook in them. And you sort of just make sure you keep that same angle and that same tension and you just keep pulling and count on your net man to scoop them up. And a lot of times that includes either pulling them out of the water or partially out of the water. And that's exactly what I did. And Chris came through, 
flying colors. Um, I will if I, I took Alex Deneau's beating stick, knocked the fish unconscious. <laughs> it was floating belly up. I then scooped it up in the net very effectively. It was a great team moment. Yeah, it was. We've had a lot of those team moments over the years. And shout out to Alex for sending me a, a beating stick. He literally did that. <laughs> he sent me a billy club for so for bashing smallmouth. <laughs> and I'm sure it'll get lots of use over the years. Yeah. You probably will will it down to your son. It's so he'll <laughs> so he will bash smallmouth and he gets older. <laughs> I uh I put it in my bedside table. So yeah. um well <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I can imagine how it's shaped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that makes the whole kid joke go sideways. <laughs> what does? <laughs> About willing it down to your child. <laughs> oh, gross, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're, uh, I'd say overall, it was a very good you know, day typical of spring. It was just nice to get out. You know, got a couple big big ends. Really, we had a good start today too. So if you're like deciding whether it's worth it to go out early, we got out here like pretty much daylight and uh, avoided what we thought were going to be a you know a crowd on the river. We had several vehicles pull into our <laughs> into our access point this morning. Andy not pulled in, uh, which I think he did the section above us. So. Probably did better than us, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, and we had, like, what, three other vehicles pull in when we were just sitting there getting ready to go? Yeah. yeah. We avoid, We didn't see anybody besides a couple college kids wet waiting in 50-degree water. Yeah. I We rolled up on them, and I was like, I was like, you boys are crazy. I said, you're hardcore wet waiting in this shit. And they just kind of smile, and they're like, yeah, it's pretty cold. They're like, you get used to it. I was like, yeah, you get used to it when your legs go numb because it's that's like hypothermia type of stuff. But I guess it was warm enough, you know, the air temperature. At that point in the day, it was pretty warm. It was like midday. Um, but, yeah, overall. He was fishing with a beetle spin. So. Yeah, we, we don't have a lot. He's like, we, I've had one bite. I was like, oh, man, keep trying. Yeah, you got to yeah. keep out there. got to keep on it, dude. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all we have, uh, you know, we're going to be, um, so I might kind of put this episode in with another one. Cause I did want to talk about Smalley games a little bit and I never did, or maybe I'll do that as our hundred one. Cause this is our 99th episode. Yep. So maybe I'll just do that after our hundredth episode. Um, yep. 99th episode, dude. Nine, 99th episode. Uh, our next episode, we, we were not very good planners. We don't know exactly what we're going to do, but Hopefully here after spring breaks over and stuff, which is coming up soon for our kids, um, we'll sort of. Do- Maybe when my office gets finished, we can have all the boys over. Well, we need to a bonfire for sure. Get yeah, a, get a bunch of chili dogs together. Pig, yeah. pig out on chili dogs. <laughs> Just talk it out. Beer, chili dogs, and wet boys, dude. It doesn't get much better than that. Or maybe we should just do a float. Maybe just a big a party float. Am I right? We we should find one of the Indiana guides that we love. Their good stretch and just playing a party float right in front of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
uh, we're going to do something special for our 100th episode. If we don't, you know, I don't know what we'll end up doing, so we'll see. Um, but, yeah, just keep an eye out, keep an ear out, keep your lines wet, keep your legs wet. Respect the fighter, dude. Respect the freaking fighter. That's our new thing. Instead of free the fighter, we Chris disrespected one, and I scolded him, and we sort of came up with that respect the fighter. <laughs> so <laughs> We're all about respect on this podcast. Yeah, dude. dude. We're all about the respect. So, so yeah. Well, um, much love to our Ukrainian brethren out there. And... Uh, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're deleting that. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> oh, much love to our Russian yes, brethren. Yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah. Very That's... pro-Russian. Podcast. Yeah. Uh, Pro-Japanese and pro-Russian. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys later. I'll put this up here in the next couple days. And uh, until the next time, respect the fighter. How, how funny is it to just not take a side of the Ukraine-Russia thing? <laughs> just, nope, nope, nope. Ah, deuces! <laughs>